Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. On behalf of Pastors David and Nicole Binion, thank you for joining us today at the Dwell Church Podcast. For more information about Dwell Church, visit us at dwell.church. Now, let's listen to today's message. So I'm just going to share with you, uh, everybody, take your phones out and set an alarm for 11.15. Let's see what happens if I'm done. Would it be funny if everyone's alarms start going off at the same time? I, I, I insist uh, that I can do this in 15 minutes. Or y'all really do it. Really set your alarms for 11.15. And, and I, I want to see what happens when they all go off at the same time. <laughs> Uh, Carson's loving this. Okay, I'm going to talk to you uh, about the sound of Christmas. In the book of Isaiah, the seventh chapter, the prophet addresses the king, King Ahaz, and promises him that God will destroy all of his enemies as a sign of the truth of this promise. Isaiah predicts that a young woman will shortly give birth to a child whose name will be Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Now in Exodus, God told Moses, no man can see my face and live. It's understandable that it would be impossible to draw near to the unapproachable light of his great glory. But here's the contrast. A virgin gives birth and is able to behold the face of God. The glory of heaven veiled in flesh. An infant, touchable, visible, extraordinary. There was just something so powerful about his presence that even while still in the belly of the Virgin Mary, after coming into close proximity of her cousin Elizabeth, who was also pregnant, her cousin, John leapt in the womb of his mother. There's just something about his presence that reaches into the deepest places of our being the sound of Christmas the first Christmas angels announcing his entrance to unsuspecting shepherds out under the stars the cry of a mother giving birth the sound of Christmas The sound of an infant crying and taking his first breath. So let's consider this reality. God is with us. His kingdom is at hand. When John, the cousin of Jesus, grew into a man and pursued the prophetic call on his life, he boldly declared, repent For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Emmanuel had come to us. The image of God 
was made visible. The word became flesh. And he brought the influence of heaven with him. When he was 12 years old, he astounded the wise in the temple. He performed his first miracle at a wedding. When he called his disciples to follow him, they turned their backs on everything just to be with him. To be with God. But despite everything, it wasn't until after the resurrection that they came to realize the magnitude of what they had just experienced walking with him. And even then, two of his followers didn't recognize him on the road to Emmaus. Luke 24, verse 32 says, And they said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us? You ever feel like that in a service, in a worship, and you think you're just singing words on a screen? But there's just something in the room, and you leave, you get in the car, and you think, did our hearts not burn within us? May we never be in a place where we experience his presence and miss the reality that God is with us. So we celebrate the sound of Christmas, Christmas carols, the buzz of family and friends and sweet fellowship and the laughter of children. May we always remember why we celebrate and all of the joyous singing. Even James in his pajamas. Our children, just a few days we'll all be reuniting with some of our family some excited, some maybe not so excited. But may we always be fully aware that God is with us. He came then so that he can be God with us now. Nicole talked about Mary last week. How many of you were here? Um, I was going to say, I got a message that we have 199 people in attendance today. I wish somebody would leave and go to, oh, I was going to say someone run to Starbucks and grab somebody and bring them in so we can get it to an even 200. 201. Ah, Sean died. But Nicole talked about Mary and the heart of surrender last week. Any way you look at it, Mary demonstrates the most beautiful act of surrender. It's in the first chapter of Luke, verses 26 through 38. I'm not going to read it. That's where the story is. Without considering the repercussion, her immediate response to the messenger was a question. How can this be? It wasn't a posture of doubt, but of 
innocent wonder. When Gabriel explained, Mary hardly understood what all of this meant. Did she even consider what this would do to her reputation? Would her parents believe her? Joseph didn't even believe her until he was visited by an angel in a dream. Mary, pregnant by the Holy Spirit? And suddenly, remember the sitcom that used to be on when the little boy would say, what you talking about, Willis? But Joseph hears, he dreams the dream, and he surrenders. The invitation to surrender is interesting. Surrender your will. Surrender your life's plans. Why? Because the plan he has for you is much better than the plan you could dream up yourself. At first, it seems God is asking you to give up everything, everything you love to follow him. The reality is this. Once you discover life spent with him, you understand in laying down everything else, you get to pursue the one who loves you most. Let's read the words to Mary's song. It's Luke, the first chapter, starting with verse 46 in the message translation. And Mary said, I'm bursting with God news. I'm dancing the song of my Savior God. God took one good look at me and look what happened. I'm the most fortunate woman on the earth. What God has done for me will never be forgotten. The God whose very name is holy set apart from all others. His mercy flows in wave after wave on those who are in awe before him. He bared his arm and showed his strength, scattered the bluffing braggarts. He knocked tyrants off their high horses, pulled victims out of the mud. The starving poor set down to a banquet. The callous rich were left out in the cold. He embraced his chosen child. Israel. He remembered and piled on the mercies, piled them high. It's exactly what he promised, beginning with Abraham and right up to now. Mary's song, the sound of Christmas. Don't get distracted by the jingling of the bells. Don't misdirect your affection to the decor of the holidays. I like to decorate. I helped put these trees up. And in fact, I positioned all the poinsettias. Nicole was cleaning up somewhere else while I put the poinsettias in place. There are eight on each side. I think we could use a few more, but I ran out. I love the decor. but don't get distracted by it. I love every part of the seasonal celebration. 
But always, let's remember what this is really about. When the trees are boxed up and the lights have been removed from our rooftops, the sound of Christmas is really about the sound of surrender. The virgin and her fiancé surrendered to the divine direction of the heavenly messenger. Even before that, the Son of God surrendered to the will of the Father, and the Word became flesh. Emmanuel, God with us. The sound of Christmas is the worship of Jesus, our Savior. I love it. I love it all. I love the sound of Christmas. The busy sidewalks and the ringing bells. I love the church choir singing. Someday we'll have a bigger place and room to put a whole choir. I love what we do on Christmas Eve, singing to candlelight. The sound of Christmas is really the sound of heaven. And its origin was not in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. It was actually, it actually began before the foundation of the world. He was the slain lamb long before he was born in a stable where lambs took refuge. What a, what a picture, huh? The lamb slain before the foundation of the world was the revelation of Jesus in the mind of the Godhead before the brilliance of Eden. Evolutionists call it the Big Bang Theory. It was a big sound. It was much more than a Big Bang. When God spoke, let there be, the sound of his voice shook nothingness to its core and the light of heaven broke into the realm of the visible and it was glorious let there be and the grass grew the birds sang the waves of the sea responded with applause as heaven invaded the earth the father contemplates for a moment the slain lamb he considers the sacrifice of his son and then knowingly begins to shape in the dirt the form all of heaven said it looks like him his image heaven on earth when Jesus would later teach his disciples to pray thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven he was asking for something he had already seen in the garden John 3.16 we all know it for God so loved the world that he gave his only son God so loved the world he created the earth for his pleasure and his purpose then he taught us to pray thy kingdom come Thy will be done on earth. In Genesis, he creates 
his image and tells him to subdue and have dominion. But he already knew Adam would fall. So he made provision before creation to accomplish the intent of his heart. Now we find ourselves in Bethlehem as I begin to close and the choir starts lining up. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Now we find ourselves in Bethlehem. Angels have appeared announcing the birth of the king. The same angels that were present when they beheld God's image at Eden. In the garden. Now they witnessed the birth of the son of God. His image again in the form of an infant. The tiny fingers that gripped those of his mother would be the same fingers that would grasp the keys of death and hell. The same hands that would curl up around the nails that pierced them. So as you listen to the sound of the season, the sound of Christmas, as we celebrate the birth of the infant Messiah, Let's not lose sight of the fulfillment of this reality. Heaven kissed earth. Heaven kissed earth when God said, let there be. And again, when the virgin gave birth, heaven kissed the earth. He came then so that he can come now. Every time we worship him and create a place for him to inhabit. Creation song blended with the sound of heaven stirs the song in our hearts again and again as we celebrate the season with the sound of Christmas. Thank you for joining us today at the Dwell Church Podcast. For more information about Dwell Church, visit us at dwell.church.